This program provides education, not advice. Sponsors pay a fee for endorsements and interviews. See the truthayf.com disclosure page for details. This is where technology, innovation, and personal finance come together. This is the truth about your future with Rick Edelman. Brought to you by Global X ETFs, dedicated to providing investors with unexplored intelligent solutions, and by Invesco QQQ. Anyone can become an agent of innovation with Invesco QQQ, Invesco Distributors Inc. It's Wednesday, August 9th. China's death rate is now higher than its birth rate. Chinese births have gone from 18 million a year in 2016 to below 10 million last year. That's a drop of 46%. That's a problem not just for China, but for the entire global economy. A shrinking population means lower spending by Chinese consumers, and that threatens global brands. It means less need for new real estate. That's 25% of their economy. It also means more demand for health care and government services. Chinese households have lower incomes than U.S. households, and so older residents there rely more on state pension payments in retirement. The Chinese Academy of Social Sciences says the country's main pension fund is going to run out of money by 2035 because of the shrinking workforce. In China, people retire by age 60, and that makes the entire situation even worse. The Chinese Research Center on Aging says 25% of people 60 and over are unmarried, single, separated, or widowed. That means no social support system or network to help them. In the U.S., the drop in births is 15%. We've got a similar issue as China. Our nation's median age is now 39 years. Half of all the people in this country are over the age of 39, according to the Census Bureau. The oldest residency of states? Maine. The average person there is 45 years old. 43 in New Hampshire. The youngest people in the country? They live in Utah. The average age is 32. 35 in D.C., 36 in Texas. No state has experienced a decrease in the median age, however. We are all getting older everywhere. This is causing governments to borrow more and more money to pay for those social services that older people need. And the interest rate that governments pay on their debt, it's based on their ability to repay that debt. But now Moody's, S&P, and Fitch are all warning that demographics are hurting government credit ratings around the world. As populations age, you have fewer workers, more old people. That means less tax revenue and higher expenses on pensions and health care. The share of the population over 65 is going to go from 20% to 30% over the next 25 years in Europe, Japan, and the U.S. Fitch has already downgraded France's credit rating. Moody's is threatening to cut Germany and Spain, South Korea, Taiwan, and China. Standard & Poor's says half of the world's largest economies will be junk rated by 2060. But in South Korea people are actually getting younger. That's because on January 1st, the government is shifting to a new way that they calculate age. For centuries, South Koreans counted age starting at birth, meaning when you're born, you are one. The rest of the world, you got to wait until your first birthday to be one. The new law in South Korea is going to switch everybody to the way that everybody else does it all around the world. So officially, in South Korea, everybody's getting a year younger, 
maybe depending on when you're born, two years younger. That's how we can stop this aging problem. We should all shift to dog years. Hey, I'm only nine. All right, a little more serious now. We've been talking about the coming crisis in real estate, pretty much every sector of it, commercial office buildings, retail, residential, government offices, now senior housing as well. The occupancy rate for senior housing facilities is only 84%, down from 2020 when it was 87%. Why is the occupancy rate for senior housing falling? Well, we've got more older people now than before. They have more wealth than before. Why is the occupancy rate down? One reason being floated, people are working from home. You see, when you had to go to the office, you needed to have your mom live in a facility that could look after her. But now if you're working from home, you've got more opportunity to look after mom yourself. And housing prices have fallen. Lots of seniors don't want to sell their homes at today's prices, especially since senior housing prices have gone up with inflation. So more older people are staying put. That means lower occupancy rates for senior housing facilities. So if you're running a retirement community, how do you get seniors to move in? You make the offer really tempting. Senior communities are really stepping up their game. They're improving their food, for one thing. Farm-to-table selections, restaurant-style settings, white tablecloth restaurants, seasonal menus, on-site chefs. These are experiences that compare to a five-star restaurant. Sunrise is one property in New York City on East 56th. The rent is fifteen dollars to $25,000 a month. You get meals at a second-floor restaurant. The menus change daily. All the food is prepared on site. It's also a wine bar. They feature pastrami from Carnegie Deli, pastries from Baltazar. And at the Hacienda in Austin, restaurants include the poolside Poppy's Catina, the upscale bistro The Mark, Seasons, a casual dining destination with a changing daily menu, and Alma, a Texas-themed restaurant. The menu was designed by an award-winning chef, features seared sea bass, bone-in ribeye, and rotisserie chicken. It's so good that the public can book reservations, not merely residents. Living there costs $3,600 to $7,500 a month and includes one restaurant meal a day. Chefs love working at retirement homes. Dinner's over by 7.30. They get to have a life, too. So if you haven't looked at senior housing facilities lately, you might want to look again. Changing demographics, aging populations are causing shifts pretty much everywhere. Don't ignore this. Hey, yesterday, did you miss it? My special webinar on the Bitcoin ETF applications. If you missed the webinar, don't worry. You can still view it. The Encore is available at my sister company, the Digital Assets Council of Financial Professionals, DACFP.com, DACFP. The link's in the show notes. You can watch for free. I encourage you to do so. See you tomorrow. Looking to add AI to your portfolio? Consider the Global X Robotics and Artificial Intelligence ETF, ticker BOTZ. This ETF invests in companies harnessing robotics and AI disruption across a range of sectors like industrials, healthcare, and more. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. Technology companies can be affected by rapid product obsolescence and intense industry competition. Before investing, carefully consider the fund's objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in the full or summary prospectus at GlobalXETFs.com. Read carefully. Distributed by SEI Investments Distribution Company. Support for Rick Edelman's podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. 
Meet Carmen, an everyday person who likes working in the garden, hosting dinner parties with friends, and listening to live music. She also participates in progress by investing in a fund that supports innovative ideas. Invesco QQQ ETF allows you access to innovators of the NASDAQ 100, so you don't have to be an engineer to help push progress forward. Anyone can become an agent of innovation. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. There are risks when investing in ETFs, including possible loss of money. ETFs' risks are similar to those of stocks. Investments in the tech sector are subject to greater risk and more volatility than more diversified investments. The NASDAQ 100 Index comprises the 100 largest non-financial companies on the NASDAQ. You can't invest directly into an index. Before investing, carefully read and consider fund investment objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in prospectus at Invesco.com. Invesco Distributors, Inc. A longer lifespan means a longer retirement. Be ready. This is the truth about your future with Rick Edelman. 